Oh gosh, I got a good one for you today. I have been led to do this about three months ago, and I purposely would not do this podcast. I skated all around it. So Spirit worked with me and was like, oh, well, here's another subject. Here's another subject. But this one hit me in the forehead. And, you know, I got a big one. We are going to talk about self-sabotage. Stay tuned. Y'all gonna be mad at me? <laughs> we can do this. I'm so proud of us already. We're doing so good. First, I want to give a shout out, a huge thank you, a blessing of gratitude to my friends, my family, my supporters. One to jump in my inbox and say, thank you so much, Crystal. You're really helping me in my life. It gives me purpose and hope to keep going because this is hard. I know these social media influencers, they look like they're flawless and beautiful, but they struggle also. Entertainers struggle. Movie stars struggle. It's hard to put yourself out here and present yourself to humans because sometimes humans are mean and judgmental. And especially if with my platform, I'm not coming out here acting like I'm perfect. I'm coming out here telling you what I struggle with and how I'm overcoming it. Because even in the spiritual and woo community, we're still in a human suit, okay? And don't get light worker you on me and say, well, you just need to raise your vibration. Oh, gosh, it makes me feel like I'm back in church and being judged by Christians. So please don't do that, guys. Well, I'm going to read the definition and then I'm going to explain to you what I do to sabotage everything that I have going on for me. It comes from deep seat of fear, okay? That's where it's coming from. It's like a lower vibration way of protection, that just keeps you stuck. In the tarot community, you would call it the Two of Swords or the Eight of Swords. You're just blocking the hermit. I mean, hermit is for healing, but sometimes we hermit too much and we don't put ourselves out there. So putting myself out here, whew, it's hard, you know? And I know a lot of times with fear, because it's so deep, sub, I mean, just rooted into your subconscious mind, that it will manifest as illness or like, for example, before I press record, I start losing my voice. I haven't lost my voice in day. What's that coming from? I start coughing. Like, it's just, that's my subconscious mind telling me or manifesting something in my body because I've, you know, it's fear. It's planted from programming and setbacks, you know, stuff like that, that, oh, you don't want to do this. You're terrified of judgment. So yeah, this is me. Keeping it real. Self-sabotage refers to any behavior or thought pattern that prevents a person from achieving their goals or from living their life to the fullest. It's a self-destructive behavior that can manifest in a variety of ways. Get your notebooks out. We are journaling. We are shadow working. This is, you know how I do. Let's go. We're getting to work. It's classroom time. Such as procrastination, negative self-talk, Excessive drinking or drug use, self-injury, overeating, or avoiding opportunities that could lead to personal or professional growth. And you're thinking, why, why do we do this, Crystal? Well, I'll tell you why. Self-sabotage often stems from deep-seated fears, limiting beliefs, 
or past traumas that can cause a person to doubt their own abilities or worthiness. I'm going to read it to you again because I feel in my spirit, y'all just went. Self-sabotage often stems from deep-seated fears, limiting beliefs. I stay honest about that. Or past traumas that cause a person to doubt their own abilities or worthiness. It's a way of protecting oneself from potential failure, rejection, or disappointment. But ultimately, it can be harmful and prevent someone from reaching their full potential. That hit me right in the forehead. To overcome self-sabotage, it is important to identify the underlying causes and work to address them. You don't just say, well, I guess it's not meant to be. I guess it's a spirit's way of telling me. No, 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 no. You know the difference when it's you getting in the way and then the universe or God jumping in going, this ain't it, chief. Okay. This may involve seeking therapy or counseling, practicing self-compassion and positive self-talk setting realistic goals we'll talk about it in a minute breaking tasks down into manageable steps and developing healthy coping mechanisms for stress and anxiety you better be right these stuff yeah it's fine you can watch it again it's also important to surround oneself with supportive people and to stay focused on the long-term benefit for positive change <laughs> If you got people in your circle that are constantly shooting you down, being very passive aggressive, um, you know, the people that never have anything positive to say, you can feel the energy. It's like they're a frenemy. They're a low key hater, but they say they love you and they're like your brother or sister. Yeah. Look at your circle. If they are not supporting you and all your bullshit, cut them loose. I don't give a damn. Because there's some friends that thrive on you being miserable. They thrive on you struggling because that just makes them feel better about themselves. Like, oh, my oh, poor Crystal, look at her. Poor Crystal can't get her life together. Oh. And then as soon as Crystal oh, becomes a boss bitch, then I get shade. Or then I'm like, they're getting, they're getting shitty on me. Or they just stop liking my stuff. Or they stop supporting me. Or they just, I don't hear from them anymore. You know, those type of bitches. So, yeah. Hey, bitch. I'm still here. So, yeah. Um... Told you I'm gonna tell about myself. I'm gonna talk about myself. So let's go. Procrastination, number one for me. I'm gonna tell you how deep subrooted this is with procrastination with me. I know routines work for me, but because I'm a Scorpio, okay? I know astrology has nothing to do with it, but again, I've been a Scorpio my entire life before I even knew about astrology. I mean, I, it's crazy. But it's just. You're born with certain character traits. I know people don't believe in planetary shenanigans, but it's real. It's, it's a true thing. I mean, people do birth charts in India and do matchmaking. It works. It's crazy. You know, they do it the right way. We're the ones out here on Tinder. How I procrastinate is I know I have something to do. And I know I need to get it done, like with the podcast, right? So it would be smart for me to log on later in the day at my full-time gig, you know, one that actually pays the bills and do this early in the morning because I am a morning person. Like right now I'm shooting this like around six, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm a morning person. This is when I shine right now. 
after about 4 35 o'clock my mind goes bloop you know so i have to set realistic goals <laughs> you know make a strategic action plan on how i need to proceed forward with this right so i procrastinate that way if i have to do something or i gotta wash clothes or you know i gotta mop or sweep or anything i will find out either get on hulu or netflix and just binge watch and like oh no it's nine o'clock i gotta get ready for bed <laughs> and what happens you go to bed feeling horrible in your subconscious mind laying your eyes i don't care if you did yoga or you know you've done meditation before you went to bed it's still there it's still way back in here like oh I should have put those dishes up. All I needed was 20 minutes off the fucking couch and I could have had this stuff done already, but here I am making it worse for myself. That's me. Procrastination. Bad. Like, I hate it. So what I do is I'll use my character traits that I was born with and just do little strategic, little to-do lists and little like, I'm going to do this, this, and this because before my to-do lists were this long. So they got to be realistic, right? I mean, ridiculous. And you just can't, I can't do it. I can't fit all that in a day. So they're more realistic now. So I got three things I need to do today. This is one of them. And then I need to work on some paperwork to apply for an apartment. Boom. I need to do what I was supposed to do yesterday and clean the apartment. Like just get down and do it. I got to freaking do it. Cause when the house is clean, you feel better. Don't you? Don't you feel better when you walk into a clean home? Like, mm, bleach or... Mm, Lysol, you know, it just feels good. It reminds you of the days when we were little and we were playing all day and we come inside and the house is immaculate because we weren't there to fuck it up for the mom. So yeah, it just reminds me of those days. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm not disgusting, but you know, I need to pick up around here. I need a vacuum or stuff I got to do. Procrastination, I will procrastinate. I will procrastinate working out. I know working out is good for me. I know it's better for my health and I won't do it. Procrastinate going to the grocery store. My lazy ass will grab Grubhub real quick and go, yeah, I know. you send this to me, I want some sushi. Want... That's expensive and that's not good on my wallet. Now the grocery store isn't really good either right now with everything going up, but that's besides the point. So now I still don't have shit in my fridge. I'm just telling you, I got food, but I'm trying to give you an example of how I procrastinate. I have to do laundry. And it's just, a, you know, it's in a nice laundry basket. My well, laundry basket's pretty big, but it's close to the floor. Quick, right? Just go down there, choop, 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 get it done, fold it up, hang it up, whatever I got to do. No, no. I'm like, oh, it's not that much. I don't want to spend money on that little tiny load. <laughs> you know what happens? I wait another week, and then that tiny load turns about three loads. Cause then I'm like, oh, I need to wash tiles. I need to do this. I need to wash that. I need to wash the blanket. I need to wash the sheets. And then I'm mad at myself because now I have a pile of stuff I got to put up. But if I'd done it when I was supposed to, I could have washed that little load that day. And then maybe, you know, when it was a couple of days later, wash my blankets and, you know, the towels and the washcloths and the dish stuff. I mean, you know, there's ways to get around this. How many times can I say, you know, I'm just telling you, this is how I am. I'm a hot ass mess. I mean, crystal procrastination. That's my freaking name. <laughs> Let's jump to negative self-talk because, you know, that's the next one. Now I've done a podcast about self-talk. 
and how we actually speak to ourselves. We talk to ourselves how we were programmed to talk to ourselves. If you had an abusive parent, shitty friends, void in school, horrible teachers, go all the way back to the beginning of my podcast. I talk about all of it. Um, yeah, it becomes the truth in your life. You know, when we're little, they get us young. We're little computers. We're just absorbing all the energy and information you can give us. The government knows this. And then, yeah, they set your life up for failure. I'm not going to say success, but they set you up for failure. So it depends on your parents and how they treat you and how they raise you up and build you up. I went through all that stuff, what I just said. And it became a truth in my life by the time I was 10. It was an absolute truth that I was worthless, that I wasn't smart, that I wasn't good enough, that I was ugly, that I was bug-toothed, that I was bony. I mean, when I tell you, not just adults bullying me, but you get the kids also, you know, and it just followed after that. Because I said, you know, the Matrix set me up for failure. They set me up for suicide. They set me up for depression. They set me up for all the things that they set me up for. And I deal with that type of stuff. And I have to talk to myself and say, no, not those people. The best thing to do is visualization for me. I could be working and it's like, I go back in time. I'll just be like this. And then I'm gone, I'm not even here. I mean, I'm here, but my mind goes poof. And I remember standing in front of my six-year-old self in grade school while the teacher was making fun of me and having the class help her make fun of me because I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about because I was six and I was shy and I was terrified of people. All I had or knew was my mama. And I could see myself not crying I did not want to cry in front of these people. So even at a young age, I was putting on this front and building this energy of protection. So I'm sitting like this, absolutely, I could feel the fear and the embarrassment and disgust. At six years old, a grown woman, woo, child, dogging me out in front of everybody because I didn't know what she was talking about. Except teach me, my mom had to teach me, I'd tell mom about it, to teach me what she was trying to teach me. And once my mom taught me, it was super easy and ridiculous. So, you know, I got to embarrass her next class. But that was her thing. Every day when math started, she <laughs> would purposely humiliate me. It was so bad. I was standing in front of that little girl as everybody's laughing and making fun of me. And I said, don't listen to them. You're not what they say you are. You are a whole lot more important than you realize. And you'll show them. And it's like, I know she didn't hear me, but the fact that I went back to that wounded spirit, that was me calling that energy back. Because there are energies out here trapped in the past due to trauma. It's like that, what they say in ghost hunters and stuff, residual energy, just energy is energy. You can't get rid of it. That little girl, that little girl mate was stuck back in that time frame of being bullied by a fucking woman who's supposed to be my teacher. I saw it. So yeah, that type of stuff. So when you get it that young and it just follows you all the way through high school and then from high school, you get out of high school, you get into a relationship and then that person tells you you ain't shit and then you just go on and then you get a child and then you see how you were raised and you say to yourself, I'm not raising my kid the way they raised me. I'm gonna do it different. I had friends tell me I should beat the hell out of my kids and I didn't beat their ass and stuff. But my kids are, are both going to Columbia and they're very successful and they're very loving and supportive of me and they're my best friends. 
and they'll fuck anybody up over me. So that's the difference. When you raise your kids to be productive, successful humans, you don't raise them to be thugs. My generation brags about, oh, they didn't get to beat ass beat. Well, look at you. You got your ass beat all the damn time. You were abused, honey. You were physically fucking abused. Quit bragging about it like it's a flex. That's not a fucking flex that we were abused, that we were punched, that we were beat by belt buckles. I was never beat by an extension cord, but my dad did all the other stuff. So don't do that. That's not a flex. Don't, don't raise your kids the way you were raised. Break the cycle. Okay. They've done this wrong. Very wrong. All right. Let's go back. Okay. So negative self-talk. Start working through that. Listen to your thoughts. Catch them. When you hear yourself talk a shit about yourself and then say to yourself, oh my God, would I say that to my mom? Would I say that to my best friend? Would I say that to my kid, my husband, my boyfriend, my wife, my girlfriend? Would I talk to them and destroy them verbally like I do myself? And if you do, you're a narcissist and you need help now. So we have excessive drinking or drug use. If you are trying to cut back or trying to quit or change your life, and then you feel the need to revert back to that, you have to get professional help now. Yes, there are some people that could just quit and walk away and never do it again. You know, bravo to those, those are soldiers, man, those people are. But most of us, we need help. We need to pull ourselves away from that environment. The people, the things that are surrounding us in that environment, we need to get away from that, okay? Whew. I'm telling you, it's rough. Self-injury. Purposely hurting yourself to stop yourself from doing something physically you want to do or mentally. Purposely. Like putting yourself out there to get hurt. Or self-hurting, like cutting yourself, burning yourself. Self-injury is also overeating. Like you want to have a healthy lifestyle. You want to correct your cellular structure. You want to repair your gut, Crystal. And then I start overeating because food is yummy and I like it, but overeating does nothing but stretch your stomach. And when you stretch your stomach, you got to fill it up. You eat more. It's a little cycle. I'm telling you, our bodies are just beautiful temples, these machines, these mechanisms. We've got to honor it and we've got to take care of it. I'm telling you because I have Crohn's disease that I've been working through. I'm trying to get rid of this shit. I accepted it since 1998 and I took a stance against it in 2022. In 2023, I'm mindfully doing things to repair myself. It's attacking my face now. I didn't even know Crohn's could attack your face or your eyes. I knew it could attack your mouth and everywhere else, but your skin, yeah. I mean, it'll manifest as eczema, it'll manifest as psoriasis. It's just an immune disorder. My immune system attacks me instead of protecting me. So I'm begging you, take care of yourself. Don't be me. Don't just, oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't take care of myself. I ate horrible back in the 90s. I was just reckless. Okay. So overeating. Again, that is, uh, that is me. Avoiding opportunities that could lead to personal or professional growth. Purposely not applying for jobs. Purposely not putting yourself out there. You know, if you put yourself out there, like with me, I avoided this for a very, very long time. When I started my YouTube years ago, they deleted it. 
because I made a video about us coming together and they're trying to keep us apart. That offended apparently them. So they delete, they, they wouldn't even let me appeal it. Wouldn't give me a reason why they deleted my stuff, but that was the last video I had posted. So yeah. So when that happened, I was like, well, obviously not meant to do it. Right. Look, I'm not meant to do it. Like I, I can't fight this. That's when I was in fear based mindset, like the matrix controlled me and I was just a helpless human. And then my son was like, no, make another channel, start over. So I started um, speaking again about angel numbers and stuff like that. It was my new spiritual experiences. My, I just came out of religion. I was still pretty heavy religious. Yep. I was afraid of God and all that stuff. But it was like a journey. When I look back at those old videos, I'm like, holy shit, I've came so far. It's way more than angel numbers. I see angel numbers as just synchronicities of, oh, hey, I love you too. You know, that's their way of getting in touch with us. I think it's cute. Okay. So put yourself out there. Um, applying for a job because you feel like you're not good enough. And that's the thing about self-sabotage is with me personally, I feel like I'm going to mess it up. Like I'm going to create this beautiful opportunity and we blessed with something amazing and then I feel I'm not good enough deep down subconsciously to the point where I'm going to ruin it so why do it it goes along with procrastination and everything else it's self-sabotage like I sabotage myself for a long time um being consistent you know, you've got to be consistent with this you've got to put out stuff every single day and I have no problem sharing memes. That's funny to me. Like, that's easy. It's simple, you know, but creating something, speaking about something, being an artist, that's hard. So for a while there, I was doing reels, like making new reels every single day. And my oldest son was like, you need a podcast. And then you could break your podcast in certain sections into reels and post it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. All the sudden, man, he's great at getting you right when it comes to content creating. So I took his advice. You know, I wasn't getting a lot of views then. Um, I think I had like 300 and something followers on Instagram. I, I think I had about the same on YouTube. And then one day it started popping up. And then one of my videos blew up on YouTube and Instagram. It wasn't my video. A Lewis Hay video blew up. That was a little snippet that I did of hers because I love her so much. And she's just so grounded and straight to the point of who you are and what you're supposed to be. The one on Instagram that blew up was the um, CIA gateway tapes meditation stuff. So what happens is if you keep posting, it hits the algorithm. The algorithm catches it and sees the consistency. So even in the matrix, <laughs> consistency is key to getting shit done. You know, keep doing something for, say it takes 30 days to create a habit. Do something every day for 30 days and it will become, it will become part of your life. You know, there will be no procrastination, no self-sabotage. It will be part of your existence. Okay. All right. Being afraid of rejection, disappointment, but ultimately it can be harmful and prevent someone from reaching their full potential. Also, again, you're afraid to start a new relationship because of the fear of getting played or hurt or, you know, emotionally destroyed. But 
There's a method to my madness on this part. I will defend myself for this. I'm not bringing baggage into another relationship. The man that gets me this time is going to get a boss bitch. You know what I'm saying? Going to get a healed, healthy, wealthy, self-sufficient, self-loved person. So I have so much self-love myself. You don't have to just worry about me all the time. You don't have to worry about validating me because I validate myself. So that's the goal for me. Okay, at least I'm working on that. So yeah, being by myself, because I know deep down I'm not ready for a relationship. There's just no way. I still have the mm -hmm, side eye, you know, and that's not fair to the new guy. How to overcome sabotage. That's so freaking crazy. Underlying the causes and work to address them. This is where shadow work, I will resell shadow work here in a couple months. I'm, I'm moving. I'm claiming it. Please believe with me. Stand in agreement with me. I'm moving. I want this apartment. But yes, yeah, shadow work every single day. Journal how you feel. Write down the truth. Like why I will not apply for this job, even though I'm qualified. Why I refuse to better my life. And then tell the truth. Oh, it's because I'm scared I'm going to fuck it up. I feel like I'm not good enough. Why do you feel like you're not good enough? Well, because I was hurt by this person and they told me I wasn't good enough and I felt rejected. Maybe that wasn't rejection that happened to you. Maybe. Most definitely. It was divine protection. It wasn't rejection. What felt like rejection was actually divine protection. Removing them from your life so you could step up to your greatness, to your fullest potential. You can't be your fullest potential when you have a very insecure human in your life pulling you down with them. Well, who that's for? There you go, love. Okay. All right. So counseling. I am all for counseling and therapy. I'm not that person that gets on here and goes, oh, that's a money scheme. That's a da-da-da-da-da. Therapy helped me. Shadow work. And therapy have helped me. You know what this has helped me? This having self-compassion and, you know, crying. Like I said, I just did a podcast about it. Crying and releasing that energy out of you once you identify why you're feeling this way. Cry for that inner child. Cry for that past energy. Not for the person that hurt you or the person that made you feel this way or put this program in you. Cry for you. And it's okay. And don't feel ashamed about crying. It doesn't make you fucking weak. You are releasing that negative ion out of you. And then you bring that energy into you. You call that energy back to you. You call the child that was abused back to you. You go and just pick that baby up. I don't care how you got to your imagination. And if you cannot visualize it, just know you're doing it. I'm getting hot. Go to that person that was rejected by that person that hurt them, that left you for another individual. Go, go to that person that was rejected for a promotion or a job or was held back on purpose. Go to that person that told you that you know, called you fat or ugly or disgusting. Go heal that energy. Bring that back to you. Call all your energy back. You are scattered throughout the multiverse right now. You're scattered in this reality too and in the past reality and in the future reality because wherever you think, that's where your energy goes. So the more you keep going back to the past and rehashing the horrific things and the trauma that happened to you, you're not healing. You're just reliving it and keeping that energy alive, that hurt energy. 
go show that child how awesome you are now. And tell them, like I tell mine, we ain't there yet, but we better off than what we were. I thought about this morning. I thought about my future self again because she pops in my head and I'm like, how do I get there? How do I get there? Eh, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Things are working out. Everything's fine. I already feel better. I'm happy. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. That also helps. Gratitude to the divine. We love helping everyone else. We love being grateful to people who try to help us, right? Gratitude for yourself. Gratitude for the opportunities that you're going for. I I have gratitude for this apartment I'm applying for. I have gratitude to the divine for showing me things and gifting me things and putting me in situations that, you know, aligns with my highest good. Gratitude helps with that, okay? It puts you more in a positive space. It makes you feel like you're unstoppable, all right? Oh, yes, this is good. This is good stuff. Setting realistic goals, like I said, make a to-do list every day. Put down one thing. Like I do with meditation, start five minutes, bump it up to 10 minutes, bump it up to 15, you know, baby steps. I celebrate my small wins now. I don't put myself down about that shit no more. So yeah, set realistic goals. That makes sense. One goal you want to achieve today, do it. And when you're done, just go, if it's on your phone, go poop, it'll cross it off for you. If it's on a piece of paper, shoop, and celebrate yourself. Like, oh, I got something done. I love anime now. I blame my oldest son for this. This is his fault. Because when I went through my messy divorce, that's how he got me through it. He made me watch anime. Now, granted, I was in a horrible mindset at the time, so I didn't really get to enjoy it. But I appreciate it. So, yeah, now I'm on an anime kick. I can't stop watching this shit. I used to hate it. I will binge watch stuff. This comes with procrastination and self-sabotage. I enjoy it, but I'm not getting shit done. So I told myself, I was like, self, how about this? Let's get the goals done. And then as a reward, you can watch an episode of whatever anime series you're on now. And that's what I'm going to do. Get it done now. Don't wait. Get it done. (laughs) Then you can do it, okay? Realistic goals. You know what? Let me go ahead and wash these dishes and get it over with. When they're done, I can set the timer for 30 minutes, sit down, and reward myself with an anime. That's why I say set timers. Timers, Fly Lady taught me this back in like the 90s. Timers. I used to have a real kitchen timer now I use because, you know, I didn't have a cell phone back then. But set your timer on your cell phone for 30 minutes and have it say, get up and do something, you know. But yeah, just for 30 minutes, set it when you're resting and just be like, and then go do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Set your timer when you're washing dishes. Set your timer when you're writing, when you're journaling, when you're working on your blog, when you're making content, when you're creating and when you're doing stuff. Manage your time. Don't let time manage you. Sincerely, Kelly Ma. I'm breaking down the task, like I said, to manageable steps. You know, make it make sense. Don't overdo it. Developing healthy coping mechanisms for stress and anxiety. Meditation. Go for a brief walk. Yoga. Yoga is amazing. Stretching. You don't got to do crazy shit yet. Remember, we're doing baby steps. So download an app. It's free. And get to get yoga on there and just start with stretching. Morning stretches. All right? To get limber. Because I have not been working out. I'm going to tell you how this happens. Self-sabotage with me. When I was younger, oh, I loved bodybuilding. Ow. I loved bodybuilding. I loved using weights. I loved working out. I loved physical activity. 
Now, I didn't do sports. I know I'm 5'10". I didn't do basketball. I know. I'm waiting for football. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I loved working out because I was really bony. And I got sick of people calling me bony and ugly and, you know, toothpick and all these me- Oh, boys are gone sometimes. Anyway, so I started bodybuilding and working out. And I looked good. I was still thin, but I was cut. You know, I liked it. And then, you know, you start having kids. And then I would start working out again and getting it together. And it's just like I was losing the passion for it. So when me... And my oldest son, when we were, you know, he was very little, and I lived by myself because me and his dad separated. I bought Tybo. And that boy, he was three years old, and he would do Tybo with me every morning. (laughs) That was fun. So now when I get up to work out, I feel like I'm waking people up, you know, trying to get my own place so that won't be a problem anymore. But I feel like I'm waking people up, and then I feel like I'm bothering people. So... And that's no excuse. If I need to go work out, I could take a yoga mat and go to the park and work out. I mean, who cares what people, it's crazier people doing crazy shit out here, you know, in front of cameras and stuff like that. So just go work out. Quit making excuses, Crystal. Walk around the building. Do something. Well, I had made the choice. I'm like, well, I got to get back at it. I got to work out again. I'm not limber. I wake up and everything's in pain. I'm, things are popping and locking and dropping and it's just not good. So I rolled over one night. I just hollow worship. <laughs> I rolled over one night and hit my toe, my left toe. I don't know how I did. I was my, I don't know what I don't know if I was dreaming. <laughs> but I think I broke my toe. That fucked me up for days. I had just started working out again. Like I was like set. Like so I couldn't do nothing. I could barely walk to get mail. Like it was <laughs> Maybe it wasn't broke. If it was broke, I would have probably puked and passed out, but it was excruciating pain. So I definitely stubbed it up or something. I've done something, maybe fracture. I don't know. No, I didn't go to the doctor. I don't want to talk about it. But I told you self-sabotage. <laughs> it's better now. <laughs> but still, I mean, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look crooked, but it still kind of hurts. The healing takes a while. It takes longer to heal when you're older, guys. Take care of yourself. But with that being said, I told my friend subconsciously in my mind, Deep, deep, deep down in my subconscious mind, I've told myself I hate exercise and I don't want to do it. So my body will do things because, you know, your body thinks it's its mind, like your body's on autopilot. This I am the mind. I am. I am. But my body's so used to getting up, brushing teeth, making coffee, you know, the routine stuff that we do every single freaking day. My subconscious mind had me hurt my toe. Oh, I, that's how I see everything in spirit. I see everything as there's no coincidences. Everything's intentional. Things happen for a reason. And it's all for whatever. So when that happened to me, I was like, oh, I need to do some shadow work about exercise. I need to fall in love with this stuff again. I need to want to do it because every time I start, I hurt myself. Or I get the flu for like two weeks. Oh. So, yeah, I, I get that. Um, exercising, working out is great for dealing with stress and anxiety. Meditation, turning off your mind for 5 to 10 to 15. Uh, I meditate for an hour today, early this morning. As soon as I woke up, threw on Dr. Joe Dispenza and went through two of his meditations. Yeah, 60 minutes. I felt amazing. Then I went in there and did a morning stretch, and then I worked out a little bit, and I felt better. 
and I feel better. That lazy thing, laziness is self-sabotage. Now, granted, I haven't had a full night's sleep since 1998, but I've been dealing with it. I used to, before I had the ileostomy and the ostomy bag and all that stuff, it was worse. Oh God, it was so bad. Like you wanted to bathroom every half hour with the Crohn's thing. So I dealt with that then. Yeah, I'm older now and I feel like I need more sleep or whatever, but there's ways to get rest. I could take fucking naps. Like, what am I doing? I'm making excuses not to wake up and get my day started. You see what I'm saying? Self-sabotage. I'm like, it's because I'm not getting any sleep. Oh, Crystal, stop it. So yes, um, it's important to surround yourself with supportive and positive people. Make sure your circle is winning. Yeah, I know it's hard out here. We ain't all winning all the time. But if you, they're constantly, like I said, messy, constantly miserable, you could feel the shade. They may look at you like this and you're talking about how happy you are and they're just like, that's great. Cut them. Confront them if you want to and say, hey, are we good? Because I'm feeling some shade. I'm feeling some passive aggressive shade going on. You know, they can't tell you anything nice. You're happy about what's going on in your life. So they want to say something shitty. Say, look, I'm not dealing with the negativity today. You could take that shit on down the road somewhere. I'm not putting up with it. So yeah, look at your circle. Surround yourself with successful people. Even if you don't know them, just put yourself in an area like Amanda Francis said. She hung out in Beverly Hills and shit like that when she didn't have Beverly Hills money. Because she wanted that experience. This apartment I'm going for, I love the neighborhood. I love where it's located. It's near the beach. It's lovely, affordable. It's my apartment. That's my fucking apartment. So yeah, um, I want it. I don't get it. So I'm not going to sabotage this. I'm going to work my ass off to get this apartment. And whatever is meant for me will be mine. And that's how I got to see it. I got to stop making excuses for why I'm not being the best version of myself. And I'll do better to post more. <laughs> like I said, if I can just get off the couch, do this in the morning. Like I said, I'm a morning person. I'm shooting this in the morning. Much better. Now, with the full-time gig, I also want to log on in the morning and get that shit done because the earlier I get that stuff done before the phone start ringing or anything like that, I feel more accomplished. But I have a side hustle i got to work on, so... The full-time gig will be there. I love you. Thank you for watching. So um, watch this, listen to it, whatever you're doing. If you're, you know, listening to me on Spotify and all the other podcasts, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to my YouTube subscribers. I love you. And remember, we are magic and we are one. No more self-sabotage.